Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Today is the day. It is officially HHN season 32. Here we go. I hope you are all listening this on their way into the park, in the park, before you go to the park, something. But we are going to be in the fog in a very, very short amount of time. So, wow, what a week. What a week of of content. (laughs) What a week of podcasting. We are going to need a well-deserved billion beers at this event. So if you see us (laughs) and we are a handful of drinks deep, you know why, because we just worked our tail off making all these episodes for you, and I hope you enjoy them. But today is the big one. This is the one that people wait for. This is the hype list of houses. We are going to get into all 10 houses, and we are going to see which ones stack up against the other ones. So a quick little outside thing as well before we get into this. We will be at the event, obviously, this whole weekend. If you see us, we will probably have some stickers on us. We have some goodie bags we're going to have to hand out. We are going to do some little blind drops, and you can follow our either Twitter or Instagram page, and we'll we'll kind of give you a little clues and hints there. But lots of cool stuff in them. We've got little little stickers, some some pins, and some other little mystery items. Let's call them. So just something fun to kind of get into the spirit of of our horror night season. So. Man, what a whirlwind. It does seem like just yesterday. You know, obviously when Halloween hit last year and it was like, oh man, we got so much time until the next one. And it just, before you know it, life happens, life goes quick. And here we are back in the fog again. So I just can't wait to get into the park. So if you see us at the park, say hello. Don't, don't, don't be shy. Say hello. We'll probably hand you a sticker. We're always stoked when people come up and say, hey, you know, I... I hate your podcast. That's really cool. I'm glad you hate us. That's awesome. Have a sticker. Tell a friend. So let's get into these lists. Um, I will just kick it off. I'll go with my number 10. Let's get into this. Number 10, The Exorcist Believer. I have it at the bottom. It's, yeah, I mean, The Exorcist as alone as the, like, an original is not necessarily one of my favorite horror movies. That might be a little bit of a hot take. I, it's, I appreciate it for what it is. Uh, we just recently watched The Pope's Exorcist on Netflix, but I do feel like exorcism movies are s- typically one in the same. I, it's the priest yelling a bunch of stuff, a couple Hail Marys or whatever, and you're good to go. So for me, it's just kind of there. On top of the fact that It is a movie I have yet to see. Now, I don't think that necessarily always detracts from the fact. I mean, it hasn't really worked in their favor previously at Horror Nights. Obviously, I think Dracula Untold was the the other movie that was represented as a house before it was actually released. But, I mean, all the original stories, I mean, we don't necessarily know those before we're walking into them. So it kind of is similar, one and the same. But when it's an IP, you have an expectation and I have nothing to kind of base this off of. The trailer does look decent. Uh, I am interested. It does seem like a, a fun retelling or continuation of the original Exorcist movie. So I will be excited to see it. But going into it just blind, I, I can't really seem to put it anywhere above 10 for me. But that's just that's just me. That's just my hype list. So, uh, Jamie, what's your number 10? So my number 10 is also surprisingly an IP as well. So I had um, for number 10, The Last of Us. 
as my oh, bottom oh, house. Oh. Yeah, wow. I know. I know. People are it's not okay. Take, to the, be take happy. the heat off of me. They're take the heat yeah, off of me, right, Jamie. Exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, I've mentioned in other episodes previously that I never finished the series the last of us i've never played the game i've only briefly watched nick play some of it before and it does look interesting and kind of piques my interest but not enough to really get me hyped up to be high up on the hype list i guess you could say i feel like i i had mentioned it before too i feel like this will be the house that maybe i do once or twice and that'll be good enough for me and i won't have to do it more than that but i just feel like the even though it's not zombies it's it's still kind of zombies essentially except they're like mushroom zombies pretty much and i've mentioned before i've never been a fan of zombies i just feel like it's overdone that that cliche but so yeah the last of us is pretty is on number 10 for me when you put it that way i never thought about it thought about it like that mushroom zombies that's a good, yeah. that's a good way to put it they are not fun guys no mushroom fun guys. Zombies. they are evil little things <laughs> I think I'm more excited for the ravioli, the left, the Last of Us ravioli, than I am the house. I'm more excited for the Sting Alley little little food booth for the Last of Us. That I'm excited for. Right, <laughs> the house, not so really much. Cool. Yeah, I mean, when you don't have a connection to the IP, uh, it's obviously going to drop for you. So exactly, regardless of how popular it is, if it doesn't connect to you, it doesn't connect. That's fine. Right. Yeah. So Seamus, you're number ten. Do I even have to go into this? It's going to be Stranger Things, right? It's Stranger Things 4. How did you know? How did you know? No, I'm just joking. It's Julian Dragons. Choose Life Fate. Um, I'm not I'm not, uh, not hyped on this house. I don't know if you – I don't even knew that. I don't know if you guys were aware. Uh, I, I, I'm not looking forward to this whatsoever. Uh, I could care less that it was a roller coaster. I could care less that it potentially gives you – multiple endings um i don't care i don't care uh, i hope that it changes my mind a little bit when i go through it but you know what you can only go up from here right when you start at 10 there's nowhere to go downwards so there's you know only way it can go is go up so oh, we'll see what happens but um yeah not hyped at all so <laughs> you know this is a hot takes episode we already did that right what well, this isn't a hot take this is this is very much a cold take i am beating a dead horse i am beating it uh to death again so uh yeah um sorry i i, I don't know i'm, I'm not i'm not gonna apologize but at the same time like hey look i get it if you're if you're into this and this is totally up your alley i hope you're happy i hope it i hope it does everything you want it to um, but this is going to be, I'm going to do it once and probably never do it again. So we'll see. I guess we'll find out Friday, won't we? Yeah, we will. We will. We will. We'll find out today. Don't forget tonight. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah. Ruin the magic. We will find out tonight. So let's jump back to me then. So my number nine, that is also where I have dueling dragons. Choose that. Uh-huh. Um, uh-oh. Yeah, similar, I mean, similar to what Seamus said, similar to what Jamie said regarding The Last of Us. You know, she didn't attach to The Last of Us. That's fine. I don't necessarily attach to that fantasy style storylines. It's just never been my thing. I'm, you know, not hot. You know, I, Seamus mentioned it previously, or Jamie did at one point, bringing up Game of Thrones one of the most popular TV shows of all time, I'd say I got halfway through the first season and it's just not for me. I just, that style of fantasy world building, not necessarily up my alley, which is fine. There's plenty of other options for me and I'm fine with that. So again, I guess just to reiterate what Seamus said, if this is your house, that's awesome. I'm glad you got something you've been waiting for. I mean, maybe last year, maybe you didn't really care about dead man's wharf and pier as much as I had, but it was something that, attached to me personally and i was very excited so i can see why certain people are attached to it and i'm glad that they got their wish which was probably a wish they never thought to even ask because what are the odds that that would actually come true i think that's why it's become so popular because it was such a out of left field option but for me i mean i could see it going up i don't think i'm as down on it as uh seamus is but I do have pretty much everything else ahead of it because, I mean, overall, it's just a very strong year. There's a lot of of contenders, so to speak, on this house as we go through these uh, go through these whole lists. So 
Jamie, your number nine. So my number nine, shockingly enough, is going to be Dueling Dragons as well. Oh, oh, I thought I you were going to sacrilege. I know. I told you. I'm you a sat back and made Seamus and I get you all the flack for this, and you I have did. it down there as well. I, did. I sure Judas. do. Judas. <laughs> so shame on you. Shame on you. I have, shame, to re- I have to reiterate because it's not that I'm not looking forward to this house. Kind of how you said, Nick, I just feel like this is such a stacked year with so many other good properties that pique my interest more than this does. I do have that connection to this house in the sense that who would ever thought a ride that I grew up going on or that a lot of us grew up going on would ever become a house at Horror Nights. It's a pretty cool concept. It's something different. I really do like that aspect of it. The only thing that doesn't really get me is when I go to Horror Nights, I want the the blood and gore and like the creepiness and like that like feel and I just feel like we're not really I mean I could be surprised but I just feel like we're not really going to get that as much from Dueling Dragons and like you said too Nick I'm not really a fantasy mystical-esque type person either so I feel like it just doesn't bring me in as much compared to some of the other names that we have on this list some of the other houses that we have on this list well just just gonna put it out there I can't wait for the Jimmy Fallon house (laughs) <laughs> yeah. or, or, or the Rip Ride Rocket House. Can't wait. Imagine. The Rip Ride Rocket House would be fucking scary. It's I scary. Hate that ride. It, it's already scary. All right. So, Seamus, your number nine. Yeah, my number nine. Um, and it kind of came down to my nine and my eight. They were kind of pre- they were pretty close. Uh, and there's just reasons why I put one above the other. So, my number nine is Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. Um, I I think kind of like going along the same lines as to what Jamie was saying about The Last of Us. She didn't really connect with the show. She doesn't really have a connection to the video game, so it's just not going to be for her. Uh, I didn't connect to the Chucky TV show. I don't like it. Um, I've tried to watch it a couple times now. It just doesn't doesn't tickle my fancy. We'll put it that way. Um, it's, it, it's it's weird. It's not. To me, it's not Chucky. It's not what I expect. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm not even really that big of a fan of the Child's Play movies. I like the first one because it was unique unique at the time. It's different, or it was different, at least at that point in time. But, you know, that was okay. The next couple Child's Play movies weren't great. It wasn't until, like, they made you know, the Chucky movies, which were a little campier, a little crazier. Those ones were a little bit more fun. So I tended to gravitate towards it. And I wanted the show to kind of be like that. But I don't think that it is. I think that it's trying to kind of play to both audiences and it doesn't work when you do that. You either have to to go serious with it or go just full balls to the walls, crazy, uh, you know, bride seed of Chucky type shit, which is just over the top. And I don't think it does either of those very well. And if this has anything to do with just the show, which it seems to, I I just feel like I'm not going to be into it. So I'm hoping that it'll surprise me, but I just, I just don't think it will. I think it's going to be another one of those IPs that, you know, it is what it is. It does what it does well for the most part. It's just nothing that blows me away or completely, you know, it takes me by surprise. So, yeah, I'm going to stick Chucky at nine. All right. So let's go back over now to me. So that is going to be my numbers. So going up to number eight now. Just no. Fall. Is it? Yeah, my number eight. You already do your number nine? Am I missing something? I number did. Nine number nine was, was Dueling Dragons. Dragons. Oh, sorry. Yep. I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. My number you already... <laughs> You're good. My number eight. Wait, guys. Uh, again, following following the the line of taking Seamus's picks, my number eight is Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. Again, we talked about it previously on our Hot Takes episode. I'm not the biggest Chucky fan, just in general. I don't not a huge fan of it. I do like the meta style aspect, like Seamus was saying, that the later seasons, not seasons, but the later movies went to that super campy like. They knew what they were and they ran with it. The the aspect of this house that does bring it up a little bit for me is that meta style where this was a haunted house and then Chucky was mad that people weren't really dying. So he kind of overtakes it 
I do really like that aspect and that brought it up a lot for me versus just being a here's season one, here's season two. So while I do have some excitement, I think this is going to be a very fun house. I'm very interested to see these things have to be very creative in the kills or else that name is a little bit misleading. There has to be a lot of death and a lot of, I want to say funny death, I guess, but I just, Chucky's not my, not my guy. You know, I just really, when it comes to like classic horror, I put him in the bottom of the barrel. I'd say, unfortunately, that's just, again, not something I necessarily connected to. So Jamie, what is your number eight? So my number eight is going to be the darkest deal. Okay. That's uh, yeah. Down there. Yeah. So compared to some of the other originals, I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself, but compared to some of the originals that we have for houses and stuff like that, I feel like that kind of ranks a little bit lower in the sense, just because the theme and the idea that they have for this house, although it does sound really cool, the collector you hate the is pine straw, right? A pine straw spruce. I just think it's so corny. <laughs> I think it's super <laughs> corny. Gosh. But um I he caught me off guard now. But I was gonna say that the uh the collector that they have in his sketch art that they put out with it, I think he looks sick. I think his character design's awesome. I love it. I really like that aspect of it. The story in itself, I feel like I won't really be able to follow until we actually get into the house. I know it's pretty self-explanatory, but I want to see how they actually play it out, especially with making the collector more of his own character versus just making him like the devil, like the devil went down to Georgia kind of thing. So I'm, I am interested to see what they do with this house. I'm excited to do it on the unmasking tour just so I can see. I feel like that's usually when I get a better appreciation for these houses that I normally aren't some of my favorites is when I see the small details in them and hear more of the backstory that the guides tell us and stuff like that. So the darkest deal is going to be rounding out number eight on my list. All right. So Seamus, your number eight. So my number eight is the exorcist believer. So okay. it's kind of going along the lines of you and I kind of have like similar. Yeah. Um, bottom three are tastes, similar. Definitely similar just the just in how they're ordered. Um, and I, and I think I'm, I'm just a little bit more high on the exorcist than you might be just because I think that, as I've stated before, I'm, I'm going into it hoping that it's not based a lot on the movie and more so on aspects of the story in the sense that, hey, here's some things that happened in the past. It's going to give you some context when you see the movie, but it's not going to be one of those things where you had to go to the event to get those. Like it's going like to make a big difference when you see the movie. Like The movie is still going to be what it is. But this is going to give you some additional things if you happen to go to the event. Hey, here's some additional reference. Um, and you're going to think of these when you're watching the movie. So I think that's what it's going to be. I, I, I don't expect a ton from it. But at the same time, I do I do think that, you know, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a fun little theme to throw in, in, in a haunted attraction. I, I mean, I, I think that it fits well. It's very, uh, you know, it's internal. It deals with a lot of interior elements. And I think if it does some callbacks to the original Exorcist as well, I think, I think that'll also play pretty, you know, pretty good with, with the audience. I just don't expect it to be like anything that, it, again, much like Chucky, I don't think it's going to be mind-blowing. I don't think it's going to give me anything that really puts it over the top as far as my final rankings will go. But... Who knows? We'll see. I just I, I think that it, out of the bottom three, this is going to be the one that I will do more than once. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I I agree with a lot of that. So my number seven. This is where we are going to get Blood Moon Dark Offerings. I'm sure this, these lists are going to be, gonna be crazy different. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is where we start to really separate from the two. So yeah, for me, I just. Uh, Again, it's a strong year. I am in love with a lot of these things on this list. I think this one is going to probably surprise and grow on me. But just being that from what I know right now, it's just a very basic. This is a kill cult. This is a moon worshiping community that needs more people to sacrifice or needs more believers or something along those lines. I'm very curious. I think the setting and the scenery is going to be really, really cool. 
but I do like aspects of a lot of these other houses more than that. So that's the reason that I have it have it a little bit lower than others probably do. But it's it's something that I do believe will grow on me. But going into this list before seeing these actual properties and these houses, I can't put it above some of these other things. So that's where you find Blood Moon Dark Offerings on my list. So, Jamie, you're number seven. So my number seven is going to follow Seamus a little bit. It's going to be The Exorcist Believer. So for me, for me, I feel like I usually like IPs more than I do originals sometimes, just in the sense that when it's movies that I've grown to love so much and I get to see them right before my eyes, I just think it's such a fun thing. And I feel like that's why people like IPs in general, because it's fun to see the movies you like brought to life. But I feel like with The Exorcist Believer, I really would have preferred for it to be the original Exorcist just brought back again so I could see that. I am interested to see what they do kind of how with Seamus was saying if they do bring some like callbacks from the original movie and piece it into the house I think that'd be really nice just because it'd be more recognizable but for what it is I still think it's just such a crazy concept that the movie hasn't even came out and they're making it into a house so I hope it doesn't give away too much of the movie and I think I'll probably grow a bigger appreciation for this house after we do go watch it once it comes out and then going back in the house again but just not very high on my list unfortunately all right interesting so Seamus your number seven yeah my number seven we're following a theme here um it's <laughs> ironic that a lot of the IPs are low but right uh it's the last of us um okay I think that you know for for someone that played the game uh you know and has an appreciation for the game uh, I still haven't sat down and watched the show yet I don't I just I don't think that I'm in a rush to because, as Jamie stated, I think it, it at the end of the day, it's a zombie house. <laughs> and I don't know how I mean, again, I, I don't know how well how much different you can do things with with zombies to make them unique and interesting. And as I've stated before, I, I think the the driving factor, I don't say driving factor, but like the, the point behind the show you can't you can't give that in a house you can't put that in a in a, in a you know in a haunted attraction because it won't come across that way and what that is is like the human aspect of the show like the the biggest driver of that story is Joel and I always forget the girl's character's name but Ellie, um, Ellie Jesus that's what drives that story is is their relationship and them growing as like a father and daughter type of situation even though obviously they're not but he takes on that role of father to her and that's what makes that show so interesting at least as far as i can tell it definitely made the game more interesting um but it's hard to really put those those that emotion as well as the game mechanics because i mean that's what makes games interesting is having that mechanic you know the mechanics there to make you feel like you're in control of those characters you don't get that with a house so really what this is going to come down to is hey here's a bunch of really cool as jamie put them mushroom zombies (laughs) that you remember from the game and show and boo scare you and i think that that's just it's it's just going to get stale pretty quickly um and I'm probably going to do this a number of times just to kind of catch and pick out all of the various references to the game. But at the same time, I just I don't I don't know. I don't know how much of a lasting or staying power it's going to have. And I worry that it's just going to get boring. It's just not it's going to be the same, 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 same thing we see all the time. Uh, and zombies just they don't really do it for me in, in the long run. So, you know, I put this at seven because I'm giving it. I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself some hope that it's going to be better than I expect it, that it expect, expect it to be, excuse me. Um, but I just, I don't think it'll be much better. I think it's going to kind of hover right around this bottom five. Um, and just depending on where or how bad the other, the other three are, um, this could end up kind of in this area at the, at the, you know, at, at the final, final ranking. All right. So, now to me for my sixth and again i feel like i'm just constantly picking after seamus but mine is the last of us at number six 
again, a property that I didn't have a long-term attachment to. I didn't play this as a kid. I didn't play it when it came out. I only started playing the game. Actually, I purchased the game a while ago and I just never bought it. I think it was on sale and I purchased it and I just never played it. But I had watched the HBO series. I really do like the series. The storyline is really, really good in this game. But again, much of what you're saying, it does have a similar feel. Um, I, I do think we're going to get some fun play with the clickers and the bloaters. And I'm, I think it's going to be a very scary house. But with it being zombie-esque, I have those other originals that have those in-depth storylines that are just a little bit different tropes that attach to me more than zombies. So I, I do have those a little bit higher than this one right now. I'm excited. I know this is a very long-awaited IP for some. They were attached to the game from day one, and I'm happy for that. I have it at six. I think that's a fair spot. But for me, I just didn't really play the games. And I think I didn't really go back to finishing the game because, well, I got mad that I didn't save and I had to replay a bunch of stuff, but it was a little bit redundant. So I, I wanted to play it at least through the Pittsburgh portion of the game because that's what we're going to be seeing in this in this house. So I did that. I am interested to see how well they kind of mimic that feel in the game. Like you were saying, throughout this whole season, Seamus, that this is a very storyline based game. And that's why it's been so successful. It's not that the creatures and everything are ridiculously world breaking. It's that at the core of it, the story is huge. And that's something that we've, we've had issues with in the past where it's, you only have so many images and so much that you can convey the storyline. We're going to get the basics. The story of the house is really keeping is keeping Ellie safe with Joel. But in the game and in the series, it's tenfold. It's a very in-depth storyline, and there's a lot of nuances there that just aren't going to be played out in the house, and that's fine. But for me, that's why it lands at number six. So, Jamie, what do you have at number six? Still following along that IP train, my number six is going to be Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. So like you guys, yeah, I was just going to say, I don't, I don't hate on the little shit as much as you guys do. I I mean, he's definitely, (laughs) he's definitely not my favorite. I don't even know if I'd call him a slasher because I don't, I can't like, you can't compare him to like Michael or like Jason or something like that. You know what I mean? I feel like it's too very different in that sense. But like you guys had mentioned before, Chucky's not my favorite per se, but I'm more excited for this house because I definitely like how you had mentioned before, Nick, too, that this is definitely going to be our fun house. I'm pretty sure I do like that meta aspect of it. I was kind of looking forward to them doing the seasons. I was which is what I was expecting because I did really enjoy the first season of the series that they came out with. But I do kind of like the new spin that they're taking on it, where he's going to kind of be taking over the house and doing the killing and stuff like that. I do hope there's some good kills. I'm expecting to be a lot if that's the name of the house's ultimate kill count. But I think it's going to be a lot of bright colors. I think it's going to be very fun. I hope we get like a toy store, like walkthrough, like scene. I could picture the opening sequence walking through like the halls of doll boxes. I think we had mentioned that before. I think you had said something like that before, Nick, in one of our other episodes about guess what's in the house. And yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to Chucky. I'm kind of looking forward to this one. Nice. All right. So Seamus, your number six. Well, I think again, we've stated it. This is where we're all going to start getting, we're going to start deviating a little bit on everybody's list. I think we're all going to start to, going to be, start to be a little different. And I struggled where to put this one. And I feel like maybe it's a little too low, but I think for what's, in my top five, I think I had to do it. And it's Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. Um, I'm excited to get a new icon. I think that his house is going to be pretty decent. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting uh, idea. But at the same time, I don't have an attachment to the lore. And you know, I don't know a whole lot about him to begin with, other than what we've kind of researched and, and, and looked up. But I worry that it will potentially be um, a Jack house without Jack and it'll be kind of just more of the same. And that's what I worry about it. Cause it's like, he's the one that created Jack. He's the one that gave us Jack. So I, I hope, I hope that it's different enough that it's, Hey, this is, 
Oddfellow's story. This is his, you know, backstory. You know, Jack is just a part of that. But I feel like if you start to kind of open up that box and say, well, this is how he created Jack. This is where it goes. And then it just becomes, yeah, when this is just another avenue uh, for Jack to kind of become, you know, to take the spotlight. And, I, and, and I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I, I think that, I think my biggest concern is much like with the last of us or with a few other, the other, you know, with potentially Chucky's and I feel like it's going to be much more, more of the same. And I, and I worry that's what's going to happen, but we'll see what happens. I think it's at that spot in my list where it could very well shoot up in my final rankings because it really does blow me away with, you know, with, with what it presents and, you know, outdo outdoes my expectations. But for now, it's kind of right at that like midpoint in the list. So, yeah, that makes sense. So let me get into my number five. So we're finally breaking into the top five. And number five for me is the darkest deal. This shot up incredibly high after I saw the image of the collector. I think that is such a cool design, such a great character creation. I'm very excited for this. I know the name is a little little crazy with pine straw but i think we talked i went back to listen to one of our earlier episodes with our our way too early predictions and we predicted another music house obviously back then we were kind of along the lines of a musical ip and we had the billy eilish rumors and then we had the weekend and we had rob zombie and while this isn't a actual artist this does fill a fun music vibes house. It's not going to be music we've heard of, obviously, but I think it's going to get that imagery still. And it's going to be the setting. I mean, I believe it's like the Mississippi setting. I'm just really interested to see this one. I, I want to see this story played out. I think there's a lot of cool imagery that connects with me being a huge music fan. I'm hoping for like a little concert venue, hoping for like a recording studio. I'm hoping that we go down to hell and that's where the collector has to, you know, collect his debts. And I hope that this character really takes off and people attach to it because if we've seen anything in recent years, it's that HHN is listening to the community. You know, do you think had Wicked Growth not really been such a big eye-opener that Pumpkin Lord would have been brought back the following year as an icon? Do you think without all of the social media presence that Lil Boo got that he'd be plastered all over everything forever? No. So they're listening to the event or listening to what people are saying about the event. So I feel like if people attach to the collector, that's a character that has potential in the future that could be revisited and brought to a whole park lot park wide story where it's all about you know we're paying our souls to visit hhn and he's got to collect more souls to become more powerful and and move up the icons ranking and stuff like that and he's trying to you know pull the strings and and knock fear out of his place and kind of take that position so i i'm interested to see how this house plays out now it could fall a little bit if it does get a little too miscombobulated to a sort but i just I'm really interested in how they can take this pseudo story of devil went down to Georgia and twist it into a horrific haunted house tale. So darkest deal is my number five. So Jamie, your number five. So my number five is going to be Dr. Oddfellow's twisted traditions. Ranking out the middle, Dr. Oddfellow's. I'm very excited to see what this new icon has in store for us. I'm excited to see the backstory portrayed in the house. I think it's going to be a really cool setting. I know it's not going to be that probably typical carnival-esque theme as you would expect, like how we've gotten with Jack in the past and stuff like that. And I know I've mentioned it before when we did the guest the house again, that I do think that they're going to have some sort of ode to Jack in there, either with his box or with the... The big cube with his name and the letters on it and stuff like that, but I feel like there was a couple more on here that just reached above this one a little bit. Not saying that I'm not excited for it, but I don't, I don't know how to put it. I feel like some of the other ones just beat it out, but I feel like this one was a good rounded middle one. I think I'll do it a couple times. I'll probably enjoy it, so we'll see what it what Dr. Oddfellow brings us this year. <laughs> nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Seamus, your number five. 
So breaking in at my top five, uh, I'm actually going to go with Yeti Campground Ooh, Kills. Yeah. Um, this actually end up, ended up a little bit higher than I expected it to. Um, I just feel like between this and Oddfellow, this one intrigues me just a, a little bit more. I, and a lot of it has to do with the campiness of it that I think is going to really kind of shine through. You know, this the campground theme the 50s bubble top type, you know, that uh, creative vision, kind of like what we got with Bugs. Obviously, I've stated before that, you know, Bugs is kind of a phobia of mine. So that one, that house was hard (laughs) to go through. But if I have that type of campy, it's us from the future, like that type of 50s theming. And you happen to just put, you know, the Yeti as the quote unquote bad guy in it. You know, I can live with it. I'm not super hyped on the fact that it's another Yeti house. I wish they'd kind of like maybe done something a little different with it and and kept it with the same campground theme. But I'll take it. I think it's going to be pretty it's going to be pretty good. I liked the first Yeti house and at least this one, it's going to be a little bit different in the sense that we might get multiple different Yetis, Um, maybe not just the same Yeti. Uh, but I prefer this theme or this setting the, to the, the. I'd prefer this over the snow setting, anyways. So we'll see what happens. I think it, you know, being at five, it's a nice middle ground for it. It gives it plenty of room to impress me. It could very well fall down the rankings if it is too similar to what we've gotten in the past. But you know, I'm, I'm gonna again reserve judgment until I can do it. And it could very well end up being, you know, one of those houses that I do quite a bit um, because I just happen to like it. So we'll see what happens. Nice. All right. It's definitely uh, I thought I, I, I kind of thought that would have been higher for you. I really did. I, I know it's not low per se, but I thought it My, the, the ones up the ones <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't been playing along, um, my, my top four might surprise many people. Oh, so. yeah. That's for sure. Well, let's get into the top four then. So number four on my list, Universal Monsters Unmasked. It's in the top five. It cracked the top four. I am all in for this setting. We talked about this on our way too early predictions. This was the one I threw out. Now, obviously, it was kind of a, a you know throw at the wall, and we didn't say we were super confident because you never want to say you're too confident in November as to what's going to be at the event in the following fall. But the one I threw out was Hunchback and Phantom, and that's what we're getting. And then some Invisible Man, Jekyll and Hyde. That's really cool. But this was kind of the the thing I had in my mind was this this beautiful style house. And we're, we're, we're kind of getting that. We, we obviously are going to be in the Paris catacombs. So I don't know how beautiful that aspect of the house will be. But I think that there's other visuals in this house that are going to kind of check the box of that beautiful house list, similar to how Dead Man's had it. I think the sets are going to be ridiculous. These monster houses are are heavy hitters. They are a, a constant in people's favorite houses of all time at this point. I don't think that I don't think we're going to see the uh, monster streak end anytime soon. And that's why this one is up there. And I'm just glad that they they took a swing on it and they went for those sort of backseat monsters the ones that you wouldn't necessarily envision on the marquee you know they're they've done the other ones and they're giving them a little bit of a rest for right now and i i'm fully on board with that aspect because i'm i'm very excited for this the theme i'm excited for the characters in this house and i'm just very curious to see what these sets are because i think it's going to be a very very well put together scenery style house so jamie your number four so my number four is going to be Yeti Campground Kills. Ooh, I kind of, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of switched this around a little bit last minute. I did have it a little bit higher, but there was something else that I realized should have been higher up than Yeti. Like Seamus had mentioned, I really enjoyed the first iteration that we had at the Yeti house. I do like this theming better versus the Snow Yeti than how we're getting now, kind of like the. Bigfoot-esque Yeti, I guess you could say. I think it's going to be a really fun theme. I hope it's going to be kind of like you guys said, kind of like campy, kind of like goofy in that sense. Um, I'm 
<laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing the uh, the little Yeti family. <laughs> I think they'll be really <laughs> cute. I'm, I hope they're like cute, but the then again, like yeah, yeah. I hope they're like cute but deadly. But really looking forward to that. I think this is going to be another one of those fun houses that'll just give you that really cool. I I don't know how to put it into the right words, but I feel like the campy aspect has always I've always been drawn to that growing up down here I feel like we don't really have like summer camp and like sleepaway camp and stuff like you guys really did up there as much I guess up north and stuff so I feel like that's something I've always wanted to do and whenever I see something in that aspect it's always I'm always kind of drawn to it so I'm definitely looking forward to Yeti this year but there was a couple things that beat it all right so Seamus you're number four I, I am matching you for this one. Uh, it's Universal yeah. Monsters Unmasked. Wow. Um, okay. this, is, this, is, this is a big surprise, I think, for most people. They know that I'm not the biggest Universal Monsters fan. He's um, coming around, folks. He's coming around. But, well, I'm going to put it this way. We're finally getting something other than, you know, the big f- three or four, or whatever you want to call it. You know, we're not getting another Frankenstein house. We're not getting another mummy house we're not getting you know wolfman and 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 i understand why they went that route first because they're like they're the big they're the big guys like they're the ones that you know everybody recognizes everybody knows um and i'm fine with that and i and i really do think that the the bride house to me was really well done it was really pretty um you know as pretty as it could be it was you know it, it done in a way that really kind of gave it some scale that like that opening scene was so well done. Like just, you, you felt, you know, like you were outside and you were looking at a big castle and, you know, it felt, it felt real. It felt, um, it felt just larger than life. And then of course they did the one last year, which I, I understand why everybody liked it. I get it. Um, but I think the story was just, it was just too much. You, you were expecting people to really pick up on things that, was going to be almost impossible to pick up on unless you did like a a behind the scenes tour, like, you know, like we did, but if you didn't do it, you really had to, how to get that story from others and you were never going to get that in the house itself. So at least with this one, we're, we're dealing with some new monsters. Um, I, I feel like it's more up my alley. Like I like the Phantom. I think the Phantom is a very tragic story. I, I, I like his story. Same with uh, Hunchback, also a very tragic story. And then you you know you throw in the the Jekyll and Hyde and the Invisible Man, um, kind of as like sweeteners. But I don't think you need to. I think I think it would have been fine with just the Hunchback and um, with Hunchback and um, Phantom. But you know, hey, I'll take the other two as well. At least it's not it's not Dracula. Um, so. <laughs> I, I know I really am excited to see what they do with this. I want to see how they fit these guys together and make it work. Plus, you know, you add in the Paris catacombs, you add in Paris itself. I think it's a great setting for it. You know, it's not just another mummy's tomb or another, you know, random woods. Um, you know, it's, it's also you really can't compare the first one because it was the first Monster's House was just a bunch of random scenes. Yeah. But at least with this one, I think there's definitely a chance to kind of create a better story that can be told um, better in the, in the setting that is a, a haunted attraction. I'm hoping that it will carry forward and you won't necessarily need to be told by somebody, hey, this is what the story was, this is what we're going after. It can kind of come through the the actions of the characters and you can kind of see where everything is going. So. I'm it's it's high on my list because the hope is there. I'm hoping that I actually will highly rate a Universal Monsters House, but we'll see what happens. But I'm 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 giving it I'm giving it the props that I think that it's gonna deserve. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, this is actually really high. So I'm there you go, Monsters fans. Seamus <laughs> is Seamus is giving is giving you is giving you one for the team. So <laughs> So let's jump in. Top three. These are the big boys. Number three for me, Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. I have this pretty high. I am very excited for this new icon. I love the design of the character. Contrary to where I had this on the scare zone, that was based, that was not indicative of the character at all. That was just placement of the zone and what that zone typically ends up being. 
this house I'm all for. I know that we've talked about overplayed tropes and how we're not fans of some of them. The overplayed clown circusy trope, I get it. It's overplayed for most. For me, I'm fine with it as long as it differentiates itself just enough. And I think this will, bringing it into the HHN lore, bringing it into that it is not just a typical circus, which I guess most of the storylines typically go, but it is that very horrific style circusy thing so i i'm very excited for this one i think the kills are gonna be really fun i think the characters are gonna be very creative i think that the like i'm hoping that they play a lot on the sensory in there as well with the smells i'm hoping for like that popcorn smell and some stuff like that like that smell we had in that little slaughter cinema area or usher area of the icon house i hope that's something that plays through i'm just very excited to see what this house brings this one has high hopes for me written all over it and I just, I love it. I'm very in on it. This character has its hand in the entire event, whether it's scare zones or otherwise. So Dr. Oddfellow, I'm in on it. I love this revisionist, like history rewrite essentially is what they're kind of doing. They're reworking stuff that has already been told to us and giving us just that much more in-depth sprinkles of truth of stuff that had happened that we weren't necessarily aware of before. So I just I'm very excited to get in on this thing and see where we're actually left off with that whole storyline. So, Jamie, your number three. My number three is going to be rounding out with Blood Moon Dark Offerings. Ooh, I have this one high up there. pretty high on my list. I think me and Seamus are the uh, the culty fans here. Oh, don't you just just you wait. <laughs> he said, "Just you wait, buddy." No, I'm actually very very much looking forward to this. I know I said before that I usually per se, like IPs over the original houses, but I feel like a lot of the originals really spoke to me this year. I'm really looking forward to them, and I feel like especially this one, I love the... the, I'm thinking it's going to be similar to it, but only in a sense, but I keep picturing the setting of it being like The Witch. I love the movie The Witch. I love that whole colonial, gothic-esque setting. I think it'll make for a really good house. I'm expecting the big, bright red lights, very dark, um cult circles, all that, just all that kind of stuff that you would normally see or picture in something that you see in movies that are usually about cults, stuff like that. Kind of like, I don't want to say The Wicker Man because I know it's two different things, but kind of like that whole springtime comes around, they have the whatever you want to call it kind of stuff, cult-esque. <laughs> it's hard for me to explain it, but I, I think this will be a really good house, and I really hope that I don't have my hopes too high for it and that it ends up like Spirits. I know we've mentioned that before because I was very excited for Spirits of Coven as well for last year, and it kind of disappointed me a little bit, but looking forward to this one. Yeah, so Seamus, your number three. My number three is The Darkest Deal. Oh, uh, I, I really think that this is going to be the... It's going to be that house that surprises everyone. I think it's going to be the one that it's the little engine that could. Um, I think it's like Case Files, where I think Case Files was just so well done, so interesting. The character designs worked so well. So so many different scare actors, too. I think this one has the chance to be that house for me this year. Uh, I, I love blues music. I love... I love the setting. I think it's going to be really dark. Um, it's going to be an interesting take on the devil went down to devil went down to Georgia that, you know, selling your soul to something higher than you to get something that you currently don't have. I think this, it's a really cool story and I, and I'm, and I'm hoping that they find a way to do it in a house the right way so that you can actually understand the story. Um, but I really do think there's just a lot of things they can do with it. And I like the idea of walking into like a dark saloon, listen, or maybe not a saloon, but walking into, a, you know, a hall where they're playing the blues music. You get that, you get that side of it. I do think that it'll be kind of like down Southern Cajun type thing, like that, 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 uh, Louisiana theming, like down in the bayou, like, like that is kind of what I'm getting from it. But I also think, much like you guys had already stated, I, I really do think that the collector really put it over the top for me. Like I was kind of iffy on it. It would have been like mid tier seven six five in that area, 
But once I saw the image of the collector and what they did with him, I think that this is going to just be, it just put it over the top. I think it's, I think only because I'm more excited about the next two is the only reason it's at three. I think this one could very well be the darling of this year. I think that it could very well be the next puppet theater where it kind of pushes for best house of the year when nobody expected it to do that. So yeah, I, I really do. I, I'm hoping that I'm not wrong. I know that this could very much f- tumble down the list at the end of the season if it doesn't live up to expectations, but I don't know. I think it's a strong, I think it's a strong possibility that this one definitely um, leaves a, a lasting impression on anybody that goes through it. So I could see so, yeah, that for sure. Top three um, for darkest deal. All right. Well, number two for me, Yeti campground kills. This is sort of similar to last year where we had dead man's pier, where just the actual topic and the conversation and the setting of it all connects to me personally being from up north and having that nautical style area right there with us. It just felt at home. This is very similar to that for me. I spent my summers at a campground all growing up. I'm not sure exactly what style of campground we're going to get in this house, but either way, it's probably something I've done before, whether it is campground in a trailer or an actual summer camp. I spent a lot of time as a kid in various summer camps, whether that was, I went to, you know, cross country summer camp. I went to a video editing summer camp. I know I'm a nerd. I went to just straight up like, please God, take my kid and get him out of the house summer camp. I went to all of those things. So it was just, I really, really enjoyed that stuff. I'm, I'm hoping it goes into that actual almost camp crystal Lake style campground where there's just like, you know, counselors and different, activities like archery and swimming and stuff like that i'm hoping that it's at a campground like that where there's that those options because that's a thing if it's just a normal trailer park where it's like in in the national parks and stuff like that because i know we're, we're taking place i think it's the the rocky mountains so it's anywhere up in that canada or top north central north area of america i'm very excited to see how they bring this house to life I, for me, it's more just the setting. You know, the, it's cool that it's Yeti. I do like the Yetis. I li- I loved Terror of the Yukon, and it's, it's very high for that, but it's not necessarily the fact that it's the character, the Yeti, that is drawing me in. It's the setting. It could have been any sort of campground-style house, and it, I would probably still have it just as high. So being that it's a Yeti house, it's it's a little bonus. I don't necessarily think it's too soon. I don't think this is a well sought after we need this style character back but i'm glad that it is it seems to be a running gag that they constantly use various forms of the yeti whether it's you know the swamp ape or bigfoot and they just still call it yeti i think the addition of the yeti family adds to it and gives us a lot of fun stuff to play with i think that's going to be the darling that's going to be the little boo. That's going to be the dog from Bugs Eaten Alive. That's going to be the character. The little baby Yeti is going to be all over everything. I'm calling it now. We're going to have fan art of the baby Yeti <laughs> in short time. Guaranteed. Calling it. You're going to see it everywhere. If I could draw it right now, I would be drawing it. I can't draw it all, so it doesn't matter. Next but, yeah, little it's, boo. it's going to be there. Little Yeti, little boo. They're best friends. I hope he's eating a little boo. And... Jamie, your number two. My number two is going to be Stranger Things Volume 4. I know. We've all been hyped up for it. It's coming. It's here. We're getting it. We're getting Eddie Munson. We're getting Hellfire Club. We're getting all the stuff we've wanted. It took a year, but that's okay. We waited patiently and we got it. Very, very much looking forward to this house. I think it's just going to be fantastic i'm excited to see what scenes they choose to implement in it i'm excited to see the music that they pick i'm excited to see the uh setting of it the facade when you walk in the house i feel like we've talked about stranger things enough and how much we're hyped up for it that it doesn't really need an explanation in that sense that we know it's going to be a good house it's going to be a fan favorite yeah Mm -hmm. then seamus your number two yeah, everything she just said. Uh, my number two is Stranger Things four as well. Um, I mean, it. Yeah, what exactly? What else more? Can, what else more can you say? Right. Um, <laughs> Jamie, I mean, Jamie covered pretty much 
everything, you know, that leads me to make the same decision. Like I, I just, it was it something that I expected early on. No. Was it something that I thought could work? Yep. Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot more I can add to what she just said. So that's pretty much, you know, mirrors my thoughts on, you know, what this house is going to entail. Uh, and I'll just leave it with, you know, Vecna, give me that cat in a hat looking motherfucker. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, um, he works so well as a character. I, I, I know that, that people might be worried that this could turn out to be like a strangers, stranger things two and three, but I, I don't think it'll happen. I think, I think they learned their lessons and I think that this season lends itself, uh, to being a house more so than any of the other three seasons. So I can't wait. Give me the music. Give me Eddie. Give me Metallica and Kate Bush. I, I just, I'm, I'm ready for it. So bring it on. All right. So jumping into our number one, I'm going to follow suit. Stranger Things season four, number one on my yeah. list. This is just an unreal property. Number one on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, this they're going to make a billion dollars off of these fucking Hellfire shirts and jackets oh, that yeah. they're selling. It's This is the moneymaker. This is the top dog. I have such high hopes for it. I hope that my hopes and my expectations don't hurt it for me. You know, I hope that because I hold it in such a high regard that it, it doesn't meet my unrealistic standards. But as long as you just give me the best of from this give me the creel house you give me the upside down you give me eddie munson playing the guitar you give me dustin with a little trash can like that just hit those notes and we're gonna be we're gonna be just as right as rain this thing is set up like you said seamus 100 perfect for a haunted house haunted attraction this is something we've been clamoring for i didn't think we were gonna get it necessarily uh, you know, I, I have been talking about it, obviously, this whole offseason, like, get it, get it, get it. But being that it had not been last year, I was kind of like, oh, maybe we're going to get it, maybe we're not. But as soon as, you know, January, February started rolling around, I was like, this thing is still, it, it still has high regard in popularity. It's It didn't go anywhere. It's still just as popular as it was when it released a year ago. And I just, I can't wait for this thing. I am just uh i'm chomping at the bits here i just need to get into that house and unfortunately i can already probably say that i'm not going to go through this house as much as i'd hope to just because i know it's going to be a ridiculous wait time and i'm going to see them and i'll be like that's going to be my house kind of like the weekend where it's like i'll do it next time i'll do it next time i'll do it next time because it's just going to be like a fucking two hour wait every time and i'm not going to want to do that. So I'm going to push myself to make those weights every now and then. I'm going to push myself to go later into the event and do stay and scream more often so I can get this house under my belt a little bit more than some of the other houses. But I just cannot wait for this house. This is just perfect. Bring it on, Vecna. I got my playlist ready, you red bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jamie, your number one most anticipated yeah, house um, for just all in horror is 32. My number one most anticipated house is going to be Universal Monsters Unmasked. Wow. Over Stranger Things? Over Stranger Things. I really switched it up on you. The catacombs theme did it for me. I've wanted an as above, so below house, something in the catacombs, and this is going to finally give it to me. You guys know I love the classic monsters. I'm really excited we're getting some different ones. I think all the characters are going to be great to see. I love having a plethora of characters to work with too. I like when it's different ones. So you're not going into different rooms, seeing different scares, but with the same characters. I like when they switch it up like that. The facade, the Paris setting, I think is just going to be beautiful. I think the catacombs are going to be creepy. I think they're really going to be able to make it feel like you're immersed down there going below underground. And I'm really excited to see what some of these monsters that we don't don't normally get to see have in store for us, especially what they do with Jacqueline Hyde and then in the Invisible Man and stuff like that. I'm excited to see what role they'll play in this house. And I'm just, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's, it's up there for a lot of people for Mm -hmm. good reasons. Oh, Seamus, you're number one. My number one is Blood Moon, Dark Offering. And I'm telling you right now, this is probably the best chance 
of being the next graveyard games being the next um wicked growth i think this is this is the uh the original that will have people talking um i know that i understand nick's reservations about it i understand why it's not as high in your list i know oh, yeah. that why it's not as high on jamie's list but for it's me my number three <laughs> is it your number three i don't yeah. know I, I lost track sorry it's well okay. i can understand why nick isn't has reservations about it right. but Regardless, I, I it's exactly what I'm looking for in an original house. It's giving me the theming that I like. You know, we all know how I feel about the witch movie and movies yeah. of, of that of that ilk. The colonial, you know, not necessarily just New England, but that, you know, area, early American history. Um, it gives me the uh, the occult type um setting or at least a cult type bad guy and that's what we're going to deal with uh, you know the the cloak wearing occult members that are performing dark rituals and you know black magic and that sort of thing it's just it's it has the chance of being the type of original house that will stick with me for years to come um i still remember exactly what graveyard games did and i think there's a reason why that one was so popular i think this has just the you know has just as much of a chance to be that or more um so yeah i mean this is definitely probably a surprise in some ways but at the same time i just think this is this has got the best chance of being that original house is the best way I can put it. But yeah, I'm super pumped for this one. I'm super hyped on this one. I can't wait for, you know, for Friday to be able to do it. Plus I think with stranger things and some of the other IPs, the wait times for like this house and the darkest deal will come down a little bit. We'll kind of hover at a lower weight. So it plus gives you that opportunity to be able to do something like this more than once um, throughout the event. So I don't know. This is this, Maybe maybe not number one for most people, but for me, this is going to be right up my alley, and I can't wait for it. Nice. Well, that – we are all the way there. Do you guys want to run down our lists one at a time, just 10 through one real quickly before we hop off and get into the park and get into this this madness that is yeah. Halloween Horror Yeah. Night? We're, we're wasting too much time. I want to be there right now. I want to smell the fog. <laughs> right? Yeah. We are there so soon. So quickly, my list, my 10 through one at 10 – I have The Exorcist Believer at 9. I have Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate at 8. I have Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. 7 is Blood Moon Dark Offerings. 6, The Last of Us. 5, The Darkest Deal. 4, Universal Monsters Unmasked. 3, Dr. Oddfellow Twisted Origins. Number 2, Yeti Campground Kills. And number 1, Stranger Things 4. So, Jamie, what is your list 10 through 1 again? All right. So starting at number 10, we have The Last of Us. Number 9, we have Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate. Number 8, we have The Darkest Deal. 7, we have The Exorcist Believer. Number 6, we have Chucky Ultimate Kid Cat. Ultimate Kill Count. <laughs> Number five, we have Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. Number four, we have Yeti Campground Kills. Number three, Blood Moon Dark Offerings. Number two, Stranger Things Volume 4. And number one, Universal Monsters Unmasked. All right. And Seamus, your list, 10 through 1. Yeah, well, no surprise. Uh, number 10 is Doing Dragons Choose Thy Fate. Uh, I am going to choose not to choose either fate. Uh, number 9, Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. 8, The Exorcist Believer. 7, The Last of Us. 6, Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. 5, Yeti Campground Kills. 4, Universal Monsters Unmasked. Probably not, uh, probably more of a surprise. Uh, three, The Darkest Deal. Two, Stranger Things. Four, and number one, Blood Moon, Dark Offering. Please, I'm going to offer myself to the dark. I can't wait. So excited. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us on our hype lists. It is officially HHN season. We are, as of today, finally back. We are back in it the It has so begun. It has. So thank you so much for listening along to our annual one week until HHN Potathon. 
we will be back next week. We will be talking about the event. We will be talking about some quick first impressions. Be up to date on all of our social media because we will be at the park posting. We're going to try and get some videos, maybe some instant reactions coming out of the houses. We're going to piece together a lot of stuff during this weekend. So if you see us there, say hello. We got some stuff on us. We'll have some stickers. We also are going to be doing our little goodie bag hide. So be on our socials. Go follow us, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And you can find where we're going to be hiding these little these little treats for you. So yeah, if you're, if you, if, you're wearing, if you're wearing our merch, send us, you know, tag us in photos, like send us some pictures. If you run into us and you're wearing your merch, be sure to take photos with us because we want to see you out there representing the podcast. So, um, oh, yeah. you know, can't wait. Can't wait to 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 meet up, see, see you know, talk to our fans. And, you know, just experience this event together. So, and I'm I'm, I'm so excited. It is finally time. So, let's go state scream. (laughs) We got a long week. We got a long weekend ahead of us, but let's get it. All right. Well, until next time, this is Nick. This is Seamus. This is Jamie. Happy Halloween fucking horror nights. Let's fucking go. Dragons. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.